Ding dong, Halloween calling. Come in. Woo. <laughs> we got that crazy thing on our front door. Uh, some kind of plastic witch thing that if you push the button, her tongue comes shooting out of her mouth and there's a spider <laughs> on the end of it. And it says, uh, um, it says, welcome to the haunted house. <laughs> it's funny. Good. That's I love good. it. Well, I've saved the, changed the background on my screensaver to be, you know, fall and autumn. And it's got a bunch of uh, carved pumpkins on it. Mm. Uh, I love it. And I've had so much fun this week and last week carving turnips and a rutabaga and a parsnip that into a jack, into a jack o' lantern. It was scary looking. They they look very cool. I thought so too. You did well. Uh I've Thank got you. a gourd that it's not in the same it's not the same tradition, but it is. And it's got gourd. a really cool shape and it's uh, it, I've drawn a thing on it that I'm going to carve out probably this evening if my aunt. Nice. Yeah. So and it's it won't look as cool as yours though. I didn't realize it, but it's, it's kind of shaped like a penis. It's about as <laughs> and it's got this bigger round thing that it sits on there. But anyway, well, oh, you are you are nasty today. I love I'm it. Sorry, I am raw. It's Scorpio season, girl. It's Scorpio. <laughs> We're all nasty now. Oh, I hope I'm. I hope I behave in public. Oh wait, <laughs> this is kind of in public, isn't it? <laughs> well, it it's pretty damn public, but yeah. yeah. Yep. Except I can I can uh, I can edit this out, and I could just make it not happen. I can't do that in real life, really. So it's better than real life. For me. Better than real life. Yeah, if you have a, a uh, mouth. In that and a parent still alive. <laughs> it is still to me so weird. All the oh, let AI do that for you. Oh, here, you don't need to do that anymore. Here, let this weird computer program do it for you. And it's like, buddy, I'm perfectly capable of doing that for now. When I am infirm and can no longer do that, maybe I'll consider it. But right now, no, no, and no. You know, it's it's very insidious. It is. And a lot of times you actually don't know that you're looking at it. You might look yeah. at a reel that's got one of those Facebook reels, you know, and it, it'll have some sort of vocalization on it, maybe or maybe not. And it'll come over as English, kind of not quite yes. situation. Yes. Yeah. So it's when I posted the teaser for the podcast last week, what I posted was an unasked for rendition. They listened to every word the AI did. And then it decided to summarize what our conversation was about as if we were a business meeting or something, you know, and that was the summary word for word. I copied it and pasted it. And it, and, was, and it was so incredibly inaccurate. Yeah, it was. I mean, it picked up on some words correctly. Mm -hmm. The rest of them, it, it just, it missed it. And yeah. so we can expect more of that in the future. Well, I got to tell you, I got dinged this summer. I think it was this summer with um, the carved watermelons. 
there was a whole raft of beautifully carved watermelons carved into like sculptures. They were just lovely. And I reposted a couple of them saying, man, that's a lot. That's a hell of a lot of skill there. And then I realized when you look at it, there's no way, there's no shape of a watermelon that could be carved so that that red is where that red is and the Uh, white is where the white is. Uh, And somebody said, that's uh, that's not real. That's not real. Yeah. It's caught me several times in the earth critterie. Alicia's are critters because, uh, uh-huh. you know, I'll see some animal. And part of what I like to do is just post some cool looking animals. And now yeah. I have to go and do research on every animal that yeah. I've never heard of before, which is a lot of them, and make sure that it's true. Yeah. And I'm getting a lot more AI that is trying to come in, which tells me that there's a lot more AI that have profiles than used to be. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I was in, uh, matter of fact, Alicia Silverstone's private chat spammed us this morning. Spammed us? Spammed in the group. Weird no, they spammed the Earth Critter group. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was Alicia. So that was the name on the profile was wow. Alicia Silverstone's private chat. And it, and it had a photograph of her. And if you didn't know better, you'd think, wow, she must have done this by mistake. I'm going to join this right away. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just there to get you. Just like spam emails. Spam emails yeah. are so so terribly smart. You know, they're getting smarter all the time. Right? Thanks to AI partially. Cuz AI will go out and it will find you and then it will find every connection to you that it can and then it will determine which ones are you versus which ones are not and then based on what you're looking at uh it will it'll then make some decisions about what kind of marketing you're going to get or what phone numbers come up first for you stuff like that it's terrible it's really terrible this one spam that i got today looked and see they'll they'll call themselves by the name of a legitimate company that you're working with for some reason so i had a email and it looked like it was from the director of this program that I've been talking with for some stuff for mom so I'm like oh what uh-huh. this is you know and upon checking I found out that it was just it was just phishing it knew that I had some sort of connection and it was just going to make a little guess there and had I not had specialized knowledge of how to go in and read the background email address that most people yeah. don't know how to do that it looked just like the real thing. I don't know how people are going to get by that. I do not. No, they're they're going to get scammed. They're going to be catfished. They're going to be, yep. you know, all that stuff. And, and and by they, I mean we. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've already had my identity stolen. Mission Health sent me that nice little notification. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Ago. Yeah. So I mean, it's not nothing I did, but but you're right about that. I think it's going to have no choice but to go to scanning your iris or your fingerprint. It's already scanning your fingerprint and my phone already scans my iris because I drive so much. I want to be able to go and it unlock itself. And then I want to be able to say, Hey, Hey, mm -mm, navigate Mm -hmm. to somewhere. And then it'll be all screwed up. But anyway, (laughs) Lousy, lousy. Yeah, they're they're smart enough to do 
shit like that. But they are not smart enough to know how to get me a mile away to the Mexican restaurant or something. It's it's you don't know what they're gonna not know. <laughs> yeah, and they still mess up. Right? Or they're gonna do that stupid thing, and a GPS often will uh, d- do things like make you get off the interstate mm-hmm. at a particular exit, mm-hmm. go under the bridge, and get on the uh, interstate in the opposite direction. And then turn around yeah. and get off and get back on, go in the direction you were going in. It's like, why did we do that again? I, and if you're that. just assuming that it knows something from the satellite that you don't know, I mean, then you just go, oh, it's it's trying to avoid a wreck or whatever. No, it's just f***ed <laughs> up. I do it. It's called blind trust. And I don't know why I would trust an AI when I barely trust humans. Right. Well, I mean, I and I had that work out so well one time that I'm, you know, I I check on myself and that was going. I don't remember where I was going, South Alabama or someplace, Opelika, Alabama. Um, And it rerouted me around Atlanta to the west. And I thought this is crazy because ultimately no around to the east of Atlanta. I said, this is nuts because I need to get west of Atlanta to do what I'm about to do. And it was like, no, no, do this. And it and it kept telling me, you know, I was ignoring it. And it go, no, come on, do this. Yeah. Well, I did it. And even though I first went east before I went west, it cut like 45 minutes off my trip. Wow. Because I didn't have to drive through midtown Atlanta. Oh, you know what they call it? Spaghetti Junction? Yeah. Or no, no, they call it malfunction junction. I mean, it used to be if you went through Atlanta in the middle of the day, like two o'clock in the afternoon, you could really just cruise through. I mean, you'd get you'd get a little bit of a slowdown around Georgia Tech, but it wasn't bad. But now there is no time of day or night that you can get through Atlanta. Yeah. Without a big stop, a big stopover. What a shame. Well. It's Atlanta. Yes, guess, you know, it's Atlanta. What can I say? <laughs> the big old town. Well, so, I want to talk about food. Let's talk about food. Yeah, let's do that. Because what y'all can't see me doing, and I'll make a picture of it and post it on the page, is my husband, Mr. Joe, uh, is a volunteer at a local food forest called the George Washington Carver Park mm-hmm. thing, garden thing. Mm-hmm. So he was working there last week and he came back in with a, a handful, well, more than a handful, it's probably half a pound of chestnuts and then an equal amount of persimmons, yeah. ripe, perfectly ripe persimmons. So I roasted the chestnuts yesterday, I think. And what I'm doing right now is picking the chestnuts out from their hulls and I'm going to chop them up. And I'm going to add them to those persimmons, which I'm going to clean. And I'm going to add a little bit of flour, a little bit of honey, and some eggs. And I'm going to make like a persimmon bread thing. Doesn't that sound yummy? It sounds real good, yeah. We'll see. We'll see if it, it all comes to fruition. But golly, this is uh, this is hard work. Yeah. Not, as hard, not as hard as uh, black walnuts. Let me be clear. Well, but it's hard, tedious, tedious work. Well, you know, with black walnuts, they have that 
walnut cracker thing now. And you yeah, just, uh, but it's it's like okay, and they also have this thing called a hammer. Um, that that's I what we that. used to use. That's right. We used to use it. And well, I've told that story before on Joe when he said, you know, you forage everything. You're always picking up crap on the side of the road and we have to eat it, blah, blah. And he said, but you never do black walnuts. How come? And I said, well, because it's man's work. In my world, men always did that. Went out on the back porch and they did the work. Well, I've noticed that he has stopped collecting black walnuts now. Ah. Because he started breaking a bunch of them up, and it is a pain in the royal pain in the behind. It, it really is. They taste so good, though. Oh, I love them. I don't remember. I'm allergic to them. That's uh, oh, but that now, makes me sad. Oh uh, well, I substitute them for pecans. Well, pecans are good too. I had them yesterday. Pecans. You know, now that I got my good old biting teeth, I can eat all kinds of things again. Mm, yeah. Well, my little brother, he's, he's got the opposite allergy. He can eat the pecan, or he can't eat pecans, he's allergic, but he eats walnuts. So we balance it out. But I, I, I love the smell of walnuts, and I love, I love the green part on the outside of the walnut seed, you know. Just the yeah, green. me too. It's I love the smell. Yeah. I've wondered in the past if there was anything that you could do with the, the white part that, you know, the part you check to see what kind of winter we got coming, how thick it is, uh, and everything. You yeah. should be able to do something with that, I would think. But I'm sure there is something you can do. I mean, you can. We know that black walnuts are really good for dye, and uh, and a, a tea or a tincture of black walnuts will help um, help you get rid of inter internal parasites, as they say. It'll. It's a good dewormer for the youngins. <laughs> I wonder if youngins still get worms. We used to get them about, oh, like every other year. We'd get, as my mother would say, kindly wormy. Kindly wormy. Did you get squirmy at the same time? I don't, I don't know. I don't think I ever was very squirmy. I would hear animals described sometimes that way. Uh, as wormy? Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I mean, like a wormy cat, wormy kitten is one that's kind of lethargic and um, and doesn't put on any weight. Mm -hmm. That's that's exactly what I would hear too. So we're talking, thus far we've got into worms. So we're close to talking about, let, wait, let me make the connection somehow. All right, so we're talking about walnuts and worms, which are under trees, which is why kids should wear a wide brim hat when they're trick-or-treating, which is coming up. There we go. I did it. Oh, that just shows everybody how your brain works. Yeah. Oh, no. That was me reaching. <laughs> I was trying to find a, a way to, to segue. That's what they call it. To segue from this subject to the one that we actually decided we were going to talk about, which was Halloween. Oh, which is Halloween. Yeah. I, I was so sassy this morning. I mean... <laughs> We won't necessarily talk about the pewter adventure, but I went to a thrift store this morning and paid for my, we got a few uh, CDs and yeah. a couple other little things. And, and I said, well, have a happy Halloween. And the woman said, oh, thank you. Are you going to go trick or treating? And I just, I leaned back and I kind of gave her one of those annoying smile and kind of scrunched my eyes up a little bit. And I said, no, 
I'm not. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so she can think whatever she needs to think about what I said to her, but no. no. I'm going to drink if I can. Are you? I understand. Is it on Tuesday night? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I wanted to ask you a question. I'll answer it, even if it's a lie. Is is Halloween your favorite American holiday? Or would it be like Christmas? Yeah. Or... No, Thanksgiving is my favorite American holiday. Okay. Because that's when you get together with your family. and. Holiday. Well, I mean, my family... <laughs> As you know, like most families, problematical. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I like it because it's it's time for family to get together. There's not an expectation about gift giving or mm -hmm. anything like that. You're just coming together, and there's a lot of history with Thanksgiving. I mean, family history, and I love that. Mm -hmm. You start to hear stories and uh, and hear how stories change over the years. Is yeah. it is Halloween your favorite American holiday? No, no, I am. I, it's really the trio of them. I like Halloween. I like Thanksgiving even more, and I like Christmas even more. Or I used to. Uh, no, yeah. you know, I like the past Thanksgivings and the past Christmases and the past Halloweens, and and if I get really honest I'll tell you that I don't actually do that stuff for the most part anymore because most of those people are dead and gone the ones that made the holiday the thing that I love so much yeah so you know I've replaced it with trying to do some other stuff I do I am thankful I've got so much you know and so we always find a way so at least some of us get together and have a meal. Yeah. That's usually too much food. And I always find somebody to take it to. And usually two or three or four different people. You know, if we have enough food. Um, yeah. So that kind of fits with that. And then, you know, now I got a lot of, I'm jaded about American holidays, but because of how marketed they are, it's like yeah. part of me that wants to go, Oh no, screw that. I'm not doing that just because everybody says I should. Right. And I think I bet you're like that too. And then I there am, are I am. And there are the other, I'm not going to call them holidays. I'm going to call them important days. Very important days in our calendar or yours, whatever. And do you have a favorite one of those? Um I want to say that my favorite one is always the one that we're doing right now. Mm. But honestly, I mean, I love Samhain, but Samhain for somebody like me is a really hard time of year. Super hard. Not just because I'm public with what I do and a lot of people want to talk with somebody like me this time of year, but also because I'm, I'm sensitive and, I know it's hard to believe y'all think I'm tough as nails, but I'm really sensitive to like the the people who have died this year. And I'm really sentimental about it, too. Yeah. So, you know, it, it makes it like double whammy hard. Yeah. Um, so I, I love it and I honor it and I do it as best I can. But the one that that I probably love the best, truth, truth be told, is. Um, 
Bridget's Day is uh, Imolk at the beginning of February. I just love that. The very earliest beginnings of mm-hmm. of uh, spring. I just love it. <laughs> How about you? Have you got a favorite on the what I call the ancient calendar? Uh, Salon. Because yeah. I feel very close to the ancestors. The older I get, the closer I feel. And that's the truth. Okay. No kidding. That's the truth. Uh, but I I love, love being able to think about them. And for the ones who left us since last year, those are the ones that, you know, they get thought about and maybe something special done for them on the altar. Yeah. And, and I, I like the, I, I like that level of communication, that level of connection. That's the word. Sorry, I'm, I'm not yeah, used to no, that word in me. Both <laughs> words, both of those words were good ones. Yeah, and it's a time when your sleep starts getting really deep and your dreams start getting really, my dreams are insane this time of year. And get Mine this- too. I finally got my dreams back after all this year. Oh, wow. And I've been having these long, involved, like, Movie of the week dreams. Mm. It's been great. Might have been in parts too. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to, if you're a lucid dreamer, it's hard to distinguish. Am I lucid dreaming? In other words, am I controlling it or is it just happening to me? Yeah. And sometimes I want it one way and sometimes I want it the other way. It just depends. But uh, yeah, it's this has been a, a year of intense dreams intense dreams serious messages a little bit of play but not too much is what it seems like you know I mean I I, I don't want to disrespect the dead because I'm going to be one someday and I you know I don't want to disrespect them and so some of the holiday stuff for Halloween I don't really get into that much but I'm yeah. fine with anybody else doing their own thing yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. And it is a good time to, to get together. It's like, hey, everybody's going to wear black, which I'm going to be more comfortable then. Because <laughs> so, I've got everything I have will match that color scheme. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, and I'm having fun this year with the what we, hashtag what witches look like. Oh, my gosh. That's just exploded all over yeah. social media again. I love it. And I, I love it. I love see. I just love seeing those beautiful faces. Yeah. And a, and a lot of people, you know, they add something to it. They go, well, we do this every year and this year has been whatever. Mm-hmm. I love it. I do, too. It's, it's, it's the ultimate thing that you do, I think, is you bring people together. It's a big thing I, I love doing. I love it. What are you drinking on this time of year? Oh, I just finished up some coffee, but by golly, I went to the liquor store today, my friend, and I got myself some black bush because I was out. All I had was this nasty Jameson's, which, I mean, it's better than nothing, but barely <laughs> yeah so i got i got some kind of cheap vodka to make drinks with and then i got real good whiskey the woman <laughs> said, i got up to the counter and the woman said uh 
Well, I can see you're not really a vodka drinker. I'm sure I'd be a better person if I just uh, got the top shelf vodka too, but I don't care. Well, I don't. I don't nearly care. They say you can't taste vodka, so if you. Oh, that's what they say. So you know, if you can't taste it, what do I care? Get the Smirnoff. Right. Oh, there was a sign at the liquor store. It said, "Shirt and shoes required. Also pants." Oh, okay. <laughs> and they've evidently had an incident or two. I just thought, wonder who has walked into the ABC store without their pants on. It's and then Joe, because you know what a troublemaker Joe is. He said, "Well, what?" And I said, "Well, people should wear pants to the liquor store." And he said, "Well." <laughs> But what about Scots people? Should they wear kilts? Can they wear kilts to the liquor store? And I said, yes, they can wear a kilt to the liquor store. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, man, they've got those stuff. They have like whiskey with honey in it, whiskey with oranges in it. They have stuff they call moonshine. Oh, my God. Do not buy it. Do not. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Why would I? I mean, I yeah, exactly. Why would you? Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, in fact, um, I was picking out the Irish whiskey and Joe, Joe went to look for the vodka. And and at every liquor store I've been to in years, there's like two walls of vodka. And it's every flavor you can imagine. It's every price point you can imagine. And he finally just came wandering back up to the front. And he said, I said, couldn't you, couldn't you pick out a vodka? And he said, I couldn't. I had choice overload. <laughs> I don't blame him. I get it. Vanilla <laughs> flavored vodka and stuff. Now, look, here's the thing. It could be the best thing ever. Vodka? No. Yeah. I just can't really imagine it tasting all that great. But maybe, you know, like I could see if it was vanilla vodka or something, you might want to put it in a coffee drink or something. I think a lot of vodka is used for mixing it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because there's things like, I don't know, like birthday cake flavored vodka. And <laughs> I know, I know. It's crazy. You, Me and you ought to do a live, if they let us, a live feed from the local ABC store. And go, we, 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 we got our tincturing alcohol, you know, somewhere else out in the backwoods. But we want to come talk about liquor. You, can we do that online? Would you mind? <laughs> you never know what they would say. They're in North Carolina. They're owned. They're licensed by the state, but they're owned and regulated by uh, the mafia. But is that who it is? I don't, I don't know. Who would know? Not me. I don't know. My buddy works there at one in Andersonville. When he retired, yeah, that's he decided he wanted to have a, a part-time job and went to work there and loves it loves it so well the gal today was just she was jolly we had all kinds of talks about all kinds of things including wearing pants in the liquor store <laughs> i like that i saw something at the beach on the pier one time about their them not accepting bra money and i thought that was well okay i don't blame them i've never seen it written out in a sign before well, is that like if you keep your dollar bills in the in your bra in your bathing suit? Bra, yeah. And they won't accept that because it's too sweaty and disgusting. I guess <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. I sure I see that. I mean, I wouldn't. 
But I mean, nobody has um, nobody has money anymore, though, do they? They just have a card. Less and less people have money all the time. And, they, uh, and the card just goes in that little envelope on the back of your phone. Mm -hmm. You know? I yeah, I, I ain't living like that, though, as you know. I don't. I, that ain't I, I went into a convenience store uh, yesterday or the day before, and I don't usually go to convenience stores. And... Uh, but I needed to for something. And when I got in there, I had my little thing and there was nowhere to hand the lady money. And the lady could not be touched in any way by me because of this plexiglass thing. But what you do, they have this, you know, have you ever seen one of these baker's lights where they want to warm stuff up and so it'll be oh, yeah. gray and then it'll be a light on top of that. They, they have something that looks a lot like that. And what you do is you place that, you just place whatever you're buying, however many of them, all at the same time, you just set them down there, and it'll tell you how much it costs. And then you just hold up a credit card like this, boom, or your cell phone, boom, and it's paid for, and you walk on. No way to do cash. That well, I wouldn't be buying anything there. So I, I did. I was really thirsty. I was so thirsty. <laughs> I could not even hardly speak. I was so thirsty. Oh, and man. I, I was like, I have to. I hear you. <laughs> and I walked in there and it's like a wonderland. You know, I could see you could have your day's shopping trip there. Girl, did you go to Bucky's? No, no. But it was. That's what I hear Bucky's is like. I hear Bucky's is just like that. But it is. I've been there. I've been to. It's a wonderland. When I went to the beach, we went to one, and I it wasn't a Bucky's, but it was similar to Bucky's, as big as Bucky's. And then we could have stopped at a Bucky's, but it's like I think that's all clever marketing. Me too. It's very I mean, clever marketing. It just they've created this whole. I want the Bucky's experience, you know, and it's a the trend of the day. It's like, I want to pay three times more for something than I would somewhere else. I love a fad, don't you? I guess. I, I also yes. saw something that I've, I, I only saw it on like a meme or something, but it's round like a baseball and it has liquid in it and it's alcoholic. They're selling pre-made cocktails in these little round glass containers at this convenience store. So. Wow. <laughs> it's like, well, like there the aren't enough thing. drunks on the road already. Well, what you do, you go to the right side of the store and you get you the biggest cup that they have and then you fill it up with blue icing and then you go over there and you get you one of those blue drinks, those little round softball or baseball drinks and you just pour that right in there and then you just walk, you know, Go pay for it and drive down the road. <laughs> God. Are, you, on. are you 16 years old or what? That's what I was thinking about. I was like, this is exactly what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now we're back to Boone's Farmland once oh, again. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I stopped at a hot dog stand on the way to my mom's. Excuse me. It's not a stand. It's a store. Okay. Oh, a hot dog store. Yeah, okay. a place, you know, where you go buy hot dogs. And 
I talked to the nicest man there. Speaking of stuff like that, and he is—he was uh, Robert Presley. Was his name what? Robert Presley. The Robert Preston? Yeah. Well, he—he's yeah. dead. Well, he, this guy is a race car driver. Oh. And, oh. And he was about as nice a person as I've talked to in a long time. But oh my gosh! I, I asked him. I said. Did this place used to be an ice service store? And he, and he was like, Well, we got us a native here, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we were talking about the Arcadia Dairy. Oh. Yeah. I miss it. I do too. Well, that's why I got on that thought thread because we were talking about stuff like that. And yeah. yeah. He's a nice fella. He really is. But I got to tell you, I had a good meal at that um, that little restaurant where Arcadia used to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had a, I had a decent meal. It was like a burger and fries. It was good. They, they um, have been there ever since Arcadia shut down, you know. Yeah. Because that gas station used to be the kind of like the combination convenience store, gas station, general store, community hall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because there were always some old men hanging out there. And then it moved across the street and they added the, you know, it became modern and it added yeah. the restaurant there. And that place is well known for $10 steak dinner on Fridays. Certainly Ooh. for ribeye. Yes. Oh, yes. And there, it's the kind of place where if you walk in the door, they don't have to know your name, but they know the stuff you like. You know, if you're a tea drinker or whatever, whatever, and they'll get it ready for you. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, it, it, is, it, is. it is. I've got a family cemetery out that way. And I always, you know, I want to get out there and get it cleaned up, do whatever I'm doing out there. And then I'm coming back and I'm always starving and I'm always thirsty. So I've stopped there several times coming back. To have a meal, it's I like it. It's just, plain. but I, I miss I miss the dairy. I miss I miss the ice cream. You know, things just change. They change to me. That they've, they've changed too much, but that's because I'm old. That's I guess everybody, if they're lucky enough to get old, feels that way. I guess I would think they so, just yeah. had such a shitty life that they're glad it changed. I don't yeah. know, but uh, yeah, you know, I remember I would walk there barefooted through the cornfield. Oh yeah, Arcadia. yeah, it's crazy. Oh. So <laughs> anyway, and all our buddies, all my friends that you know, most all of them are from there, from Avery yeah. Creek. The thriving. Yeah, it's Apple beautiful Creek. out there. It, it was. It still it was. There's still some some pretty places, you know. Public service announcement. Yes. If you have a family graveyard and it's local to the city or gets some traffic, you might want to stop by and visit it and make sure that nothing has happened to it. There's some yeah. stupid people in the world who do some stupid things and they like to do stupid things in the graveyards. And I'm not, I listen, I don't care if it's, if you're doing something in the graveyard, but we we know the group of people that I'm talking about. It's usually some teenagers and they're getting their thrill on. 
Yeah. And, uh, and sometimes they deface things and disrespect things. And so the other thing is if you've got an old, old graveyard, mm -hmm. you need to make sure some developer didn't buy all that land and claim they moved the graves when they really just took down the gravestones and they have cleared the land and put condominiums on your great great grandma. I don't even want to think about how much That's of that another is reason to check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. So there's your public service announcement. Yes, for the sound season. Well, I'm laughing because uh, yesterday I was at the shop. Y'all know the shop is the infamous Asheville Raven and Crone. Yes. And they were telling me that this, Jacob was telling me this woman had come in last week sometime absolutely telling them that the end of the world was going to be the 28th of October because the old gods were so angry. They're just going to come and just wreak havoc, destroy the world. And then she came back in evidently on Monday to say, I don't know that y'all listen to me very closely, but I'm telling you 28th of October. And we were, they were having a little staff meeting and I wandered in and they were telling me 28th of October, just, you know, be aware. You sure? I went, well, well, just trying to get, get them to put well, everything on 50% clear out. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I said, well, I mean, let the old gods come. I talk to them every morning. So if they got something they need to say to me, they ain't said yet. I guess they need to come. There's Tell no, me all about it. Yeah. No real way to prepare for that. And so let them come. Just so you know. 28th of October. By the time y'all hear this podcast, it'll either be the end of the world or you'll be like, oh, yeah, 28th. Either way, if you're hearing it, we made it. We made the it. Gods, they weren't as mad as, as I am about the House of Representatives, but that's all right, man. Uh, there, I got some, I snuck some politics in. I saw that. That was very smooth. Wasn't bad. Well, listen, I'm going to let you go. I know you've got a lot going on. I do. And I'm going to send you a picture of the two piles of the chestnuts and the wow. chestnut hulls mm. so you can see them. I'll put them on the page. Okay. Thank you. Y'all, I hope you are getting ready to have a wonderful Halloween, that if you also celebrate Samhain, that that touching your ancestors' spirits and remembering them and all the dead is so important. But also, there there are holy days that the Christians celebrate, and that's All Saints Day and All Souls Day. And for any of our listeners who are Mexican or Mexican-descended, there is the Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos. So all the happy things that can happen with candy and ancestors and the dead and each other. Yep. All the good deep things. All them things. And it's good to see you, Miss Alicia. And you as well. <laughs> and you. All right. Love you. Bye. See ya. Bye. Good evening. And welcome to Weird Mountain. Where the men are tough. And the sheep are scared. I'm Gomez the Yard Man. While the gals are busy doing whatever it is witches do this time of year, I thought I'd take a moment to let you know how much we all appreciate you listening to the show. Thanks for tuning in. I also wanted to let you know that 
things can sometimes get a little strange up on Weird Mountain. Especially this time of year. The veil, she's very thin. What you're about to hear are stories. But are they just stories? The gals say no. Decide for yourself. But don't say I didn't warn you. No! <laughs> There was a time when I was, it was time to get up and get ready for the day. And I was reluctant to do so or get ready to go. I think I'd been asleep and I was reluctant to, and was making an excuse about not being able to see or something. And the light just slowly turned itself on. And the light was across the room from me. It just slowly <laughs> turned itself on. And that's happened more than once. So that kind of goes back to our earlier conversation about what methods would a spirit use to communicate something, well, you know. Yeah, uh, it just reminded me, you know, again, it reminded me of a story. Let me tell you this story. So they tore down the old Board of Elections building downtown. Okay. It's a traffic circle, and they, you know, they're revamping downtown, trying to make it usable, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, they tore down this old building. It used to be an old funeral home. Okay. And and it, it was a precious little building, and I know from knowing people who had worked in it after it was city offices that um, that there, there, there were inhabitants of that building. Mm -hmm. So I went down there. A few days before they were scheduled to demolish it, I was so mad. I was mad as a wet hen. And I went down there and I said, y'all, y'all come with me. We're going to City Hall. <laughs> so we didn't, we didn't go to City Hall, but we went to the courthouse. And this was before, you know, how you had to go through every possible metal detector and whatever. Right. I just had to go through one little metal detector thing. I said, come on, we're going to go do this thing. Come on, let's go. And I went in there and I opened up one of the elevators. I said, y'all live, y'all live here now. And I didn't, <laughs> nobody was talking. To me. Nobody was talking to me. I wasn't getting any spirit interaction at all. It was just, I was just pissed off because the city keeps tearing down buildings that I think are precious and yeah. adorable. Yeah. And, and, you know, cause we got to be a big city now. We can't keep any of that small town Mayberry stuff no more. Yeah. So, so I did all that and it, it made me feel better. You know, half of what I do is just to make me feel better. So I felt better. And then I got some photographs of the building and I felt sad and I still feel sad about it. But here's what I came to find out. A friend of mine who's a lawyer, she was talking about, you know, I was doing ghost tours downtown. And she said, well, you need to talk about the ghost over at the county courthouse. And I said, why, what ghost is that? She said, well, it's kind of a new ghost. <laughs> but if you take the far elevator you know the one in that bank elevator is one of the farthest away from the door you take the elevator and it will not stop at your floor and you can hear talking in there the whole time even when you're by yourself and i thought <laughs> well well done that's hilarious now they're living in the elevator that's hilarious isn't, isn't that hilarious it is it is <laughs> now i'm not gonna claim that because it might have been like that before i ever had my little hissy fit and came walking up the hill 
but I swear laughing and she said what so have you heard of this ghost before and I said well sort of I kind yeah. of <laughs> yeah you might have put them there if any of y'all are listening <laughs> if any of y'all are listening and you're Ash Villains and you have uh, used the elevators at the courthouse and experienced phenomenon, please let us know. I'd love to know. Well, I'll tell Isn't you. Isn't that hilarious? Some of those corridors and some of those buildings are just, I, I don't know how to explain it. Asheville, for the size that we that we were back then, we had some quite modern conveniences. And because of the... Uh, depression and just some other factors, we ended up keeping some of our older buildings as opposed to like Charlotte, for instance, which pretty much got rid of all of theirs and built those ugly metal boxes. So we've still got a few buildings that are beautiful. Some of them that like the Grove Arcade, the original courthouse, the original federal building. We still got a few of them, but they try all the time to get them torn down. But those, those older buildings and like the place that Mother Grove is, wow is it just full yeah oh yeah just full and you go into it seems like the stairwells and the elevators are the place we have little children in there i haven't haven't told this story recently i told it last year because we did a little fundraiser for the temple and uh and we um and i told the story of the little ghost children and you see them when you go down and it is just a ragged old building It it is And you go down down the hall and towards the bathrooms and you will see running ahead of you what looks like about a four-year-old and a two-year-old, <laughs> something like that, that age kids. And their little arms are flapping and they're just running, running, running. And it's like their mama has is in an office down there. Yeah. And she has yelled, where are get yourself down here right now and they just happily run and running to get down so they don't they're not running like they're scared they're running yeah. like they're having fun like they're playing yeah and we will have meetings in there and you'll hear giggling outside the door it's just the strangest thing and, and I, I i can't explain it i don't know any of the backstory about it but them little young'uns and they catch people off guard somebody will be there for the first time and they go oh where's your restroom and we tell them and they come back and they go who are those little children and we go oh you saw the children those children are dead those are ghost children yeah and they go no way and no, you can hear them and then they'll go well you know it just like seemed like they were dressed funny like they weren't dressed like modern children lordy yeah. i've never seen them but i've heard them that that's what i was gonna say you can hear their little steps sound like they're echoing yeah, yeah, and you hear them giggling and talking. When we moved into that space, we used to be across the hall where the laundry, I think, was originally for this building. Mm-hmm. And and the people across the hall were going to move out. We were there one Sunday afternoon. They were moving out. And they had a much bigger space than we did. So we were like, oh, boy, we want to move in here. And so we were talking to them and they were moving out. And so we could call our landlords and get in there as quick as we could. And, and this woman said, yeah, I bet you are glad to move out of that place over there. Cause that was the morgue. And then I'm looking at this room she is standing in and I'm like, uh-uh, this is the morgue. Ah. You've been in the morgue. We were in the laundry room. You were in the morgue. Oh, wow. So we, we moved in and it's got that beautiful 
doorway and there's a ramp that comes down so it just makes perfect sense Mm -hmm. that's what it was and people will go oh you you're in the old morgue and we'll go well yeah but nobody dies in the morgue if you want to see something scary go to the third floor third floor Uh, is the scary floor (laughs) what was on the third floor well it's it was hot it was a hospital so if anybody's going to be dying they're going to be dying somewhere not in the morgue yeah we hope (laughs) that's funny and i just feel like the whole place is extra peopled there's lots of everywhere absolutely i feel like that twas the night before Samhain and up on weird mountain the drinks were flowing like water from a fountain the weirdlings were all gathered about for a feast, dancing around the bonfire there within the woodland trees. Byron in an apron, stirring her cauldron, was laughing with glee, cause they came when she called them. The crows were so noisy, though it was getting quite dark. The cats were all yowling, and the dogs began to bark. When what to my furious eyes did appear, the damned groundhog came back. The little shithead is here. I sprang from my chair, my heart filled with rage. This time he'll be got, as I grabbed my 12 gauge. And just as I was about to pull the trigger, the groundhog said stop, and he held up a finger. I came today with greetings for you. So mellow on out. Let's share Byron's brew. Then he went to the cauldron and drew me a cup, brought it to me, and I drank it all up. Why, it's not poison at all. It's actually quite yummy. Though I'm starting to feel lightheaded and a little bit funny. Then the floor went sideways, and my sight grew dark. I could no longer even hear the dog's bark. Then I heard him exclaim as he crawled back into his hole, Happy holidays, everybody. Season's greetings, y'all. Shuffles outside my door.